0: And it's just the way things are moving as well. I think COVID shone a light uh, for a lot of businesses on the need to do things better online. Um, now, some of it was kind of like seated pants still. It was like, oh my God, we need to do something now, um, with no kind of strategy or real thought behind it. But it, it did kind of shine a light for a lot of businesses that well, we have to have a decent online presence.
1: Welcome back to the Venture Business Podcast from the Venture Business Network. This podcast is aimed to provide useful information and experiences from venture business members with the sole purpose of helping SMEs and venture members get a better understanding of how people are running their businesses today. As always, I'm your host, Rob Fitzhugh from FilmSmart Pro, And this week we chat with Killian Bracken-Conway from Vine Digital. We chat about the creation of Vine Digital and the importance of SEO performed 365 days a year for your business.
0: I started working in an office 15 16 years ago and I was kind of like the office manager um whatever you actually managing anybody or anything and and um, one day a Google Ads credit came in the door and it was when they used to post them so it came in the door and the business owner said figure out what we can do with this and so I was tasked with figuring out what to do with it um, and then it was a manufacturing company and they they used to design their own brochures. So they realized they had Photoshop. And when they realized they had Photoshop, they also realized they had a program called Dreamweaver, which came with Photoshop, which was a website builder. So when they realized this, they said, hey, go learn Dreamweaver and build us a website so we don't have to pay somebody for it. And so that's kind of how it all started for me, is that got me involved in websites, building websites, and mainly first pay-per-click advertising through Google Ads. But then as soon as I built a website, we realized, well, nobody's coming to the website how the hell do we get people to the website and that's where the journey of learning with seo came in um, and i've been doing it ever since so 15 16 years and it brought me to brought me to australia for where i worked for agencies and client side doing seo and pay-per-click advertising um for about seven eight years until we moved back here two years ago and i set up vine digital the, the dublin office of vine digital vine digital is an australian company with an office in australia new zealand now dublin and we're a digital marketing specialist focusing heavily on seo search engine optimization and pay-per-click advertising and um, so i set it up the first week of covid last year and uh, same week as by going finalized buying a house so it was a, a bit of a funny time to basically start a business and buy a house all in the same time uh, yeah so that brings me up to where we
1: are today really Uh, So, uh, one observation, that brochure company worked for 15 years ago, sounds like they were flying on the seat of their pants. They're like, oh, wow, we have this and we can make websites. It's really like, all right, we'll do that then. Are they still in business, do you know, or are they...
0: Well, they, they were a manufacturer. Oh, and they, right. They, they produced their own brochures for their products. Okay. So yeah.
1: it just yeah. seemed like they were kind of Mr. Beaning their way through the business world <laughs> with like, oh, what's this? You figure that out. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, what's a website? Um, but uh, so that's great. And did you travel to Australia to specifically for work or was it that you, you just, you know, I'm out of here and then you're gravitated towards something? Yeah, like- well, it was...
0: It was 2010-11, so I yeah. think things weren't exactly rosy yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to go traveling initially, me and my now wife, girlfriend then. um, We went to the Rugby World Cup 2011 in New Zealand, and we followed Ireland around and stayed in New Zealand for three months, and then the plan was to go to Australia for you a know, one-year visa, maybe a two-year visa, which was available. <clears throat> and we ended up staying, I ended up getting sponsored by a company, and ended up staying for yeah, eight years and we're now, we're australian citizens
1: but we're, we moved back here yeah, that's great you're very lucky you got sponsored i didn't get sponsored uh, but then again i didn't really look for it uh, but i wish i had of because i probably would have stayed but um so you did you go straight into then working in australia in the same sort of industry i mean i assume it's funny i talk to a lot of people industry professionals and things like that and and their story is not somewhat unsimilar to yours um in the sense that they they get asked to do something uh, and then they figure it out. Um, and then it opens a door for them to figure out a lot of other stuff. Do you know what I mean? Even the industry I'm in, it's a lot like that. Like somebody asked me to figure something out with with videos. Yeah. And then from there, I was like, well, I can do this and I can do it for cheaper and we'll do it this way. But it's just interesting that kind of you, 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 uh, trial by fire and, and learning as you go. And I'd imagine 15 years ago, uh, website design was a dark, a website and SEO and all that sort of stuff was a, was a, was a dark arts that nobody could wrap their head around.
0: Get the young yeah, lad to do it. Exactly, that was exactly it and we can do it for free you know we had that kind of short-sightedness of like we are paying him so it's not free but yeah you know from their point of view it might as well have been free even if it took me six months when they could have paid someone to do it in you know two days probably at the time oh, um, stop
1: i can see i'm looking i get job advertisements that pop up all the time and i can see people advertising for 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 video content producers is the title yeah. but they're paying them like pittance um, oh yeah, it happens in our
0: industry as well. Like it's on Twitter, especially in our industry, it's a kind of like a constant joke. People put up job listings that they've seen where it's they list that, you know, they should be good, really good at social media. They should be really good at graphic design. They should be able to build websites. They should be able to do SEO. They should be able to do pay-per-click advertising, should be generally good at marketing and they should have four or five years experience. But it's like an entry-level
1: position yeah it's mental and and because you know they're ticking in their head they're probably yeah. saying well a young person can probably do graphic design yeah. and a young person probably knows their way around a website but it is nonsense and and like i'm forever seeing stuff come in and they, they're giving them these fancy titles and i think i was like 10 years ago if i went for a video production job i'd be getting big money as a video producer for a business and and they're basically just taking you know content social media content creator and giving it a fancy title and and thing um for pittance but it's just an interesting world we live in in terms of 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 deciding to come back here and set up and setting up Vine digital uh obviously you undertook the mammoth task of doing that and buying a house at the same time so fair play to you if you can do that you can do anything but how have you found a the transition back over here and b kind of getting a business off the ground during the pandemic
0: yeah it's a bit of a weird time because i had anticipated um, you know, starting business, being out and about a lot, like trying to meet people, going to networking events. Um, you know, we had planned on being up in like one of the digital hubs up in Dublin, or maybe multiple and kind of making our presence felt around those kind of places. Um, but that obviously hasn't panned out. So a lot of the networking has been, you know, online via Zoom, which has been okay, but it's not the same as meeting people and having that kind of quick chat when there's 20 people in a room, you can just kind of have five minutes with somebody here, five minutes with somebody else there. So it's been okay. It's been it's been lonely enough because I'm here by myself, essentially. Like I do work with a team and kind of a spread the teams kind of spread across the globe, but mainly Australia. Um, so you have that interaction, but it's again, not the same as in person. So you definitely miss that in-person interaction with other business owners. And in our business, our industry especially, it's, it's about trust and building up relationships because a lot of people think it's a bit of a dark art, SEO. And there's a lot of people out there, you know, anyone with a laptop calls themselves a digital marketer which can make it very difficult to cut through and to kind of to show people actually, like, you know, look, we have a lot of experience in doing this. We, we doing, we're doing it a long time. We work with big brands, so it's not a dark art. Um, uh, but that takes time to kind of talk to people and to show them that um, it's not, you can't just you know send them an email, uh, like a, a cold email. And funnily enough, from an SEO perspective, SEO doesn't bring SEO companies very good leads as it turns out. Um, what is that? I think it's just the type of people who are Googling our services are generally, it seems to be a lot of people who are, have ideas and they're gonna oh, like, I'm gonna set up this website. And they when they start looking into setting up a website, they start hearing about SEO and they start getting looking for people to do it that way. So it's not that we never got leads through it, but the type of leads are very, very low quality. Um, so even in Australia, our main lead generation was always networking and training you know, so setting up seminars and webinars and things like that and teaching people about SEO and that, you know, like it's not a dark art. It's just hard.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's just, which is why you need us. Um, yeah. the uh, It's funny, actually, just when you're talking about cold call and leads, stuff like that, I, I, my trash spam folder is littered with people sending emails saying, I noticed your website, we can help you. And I'm thinking, yeah. does that work? I don't know who you are. Like, do, 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 it must, they must have some traction if, if it works that way, but um. Well, we get them as well yeah it's yeah you're well, really okay yeah they they're casting a pretty wide net here a uh, stranger from a foreign land uh, whos going to fix all my problems but the 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 it's it's funny like I I, I would imagine for most businesses and I find even by that networking and, and kind of meeting people face to face is what really kind of helps solidify yourself. And I'm just using that in comparison to the emails I get in my spam folder, which are all very kind of, I can help you, but I don't know who you are. I don't know what your track record yeah. is. So I don't know why I take a punt on you, especially if it's something I don't understand, like SEO, um, which, and which I moderately understand. And we were having a conversation just before this, and I was like, oh, I should really do that. And where do I do that? Because... You know, I'm doing things. I'm creating content for people, and 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 you know, when it comes to YouTube, yeah, all right. But when it comes to other stuff, um, I'm maybe there's more I could be doing to help optimize SEO, um, and I didn't know that until I spoke to you. Well, I kind of sort of knew it, but you explained to me very clearly why I should do it, and I was like, all right, I should probably do it. But I mean, I suppose the long story short is that it's 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 something that needs to be worked on. Would you say 24 seven, or is it you know, ah, oh, hey, you've done my SEO, thanks. I'll talk to you later.
0: No, it's, it is a long-term thing, <laughs> mainly, <excuse me. clears throat> mainly because things change. Like Google's algorithm changes officially four times a year. They have quarterly um, rollouts. And they sometimes, if it's really big, they'll tell us roughly what it covers. But in general, it doesn't. And the way the industry figures it out is by the impact on various industries. So an, up, an update will roll out. And the industry will kind of feed itself information and say well look we've noted that these industries in particular have been affected so we can kind of deduce that the, the the update was about this type of search results or this type of content so like I said, it happens every quarter so things just happen all the time and even with the best of intentions you know you can be as in the industry it's called either white hat or black hat and black hat is going explicitly against google's guidelines as to how to in, improve your seo Whereas White Hat is doing explicitly what Google tells you, or the guidelines that they set, at least. And even just doing White Hat SEO doesn't protect you from an update affecting you. There's just no way around it. It may affect you, it may not. Google may make a sweeping change about how they they rank certain content, and that might affect you, and that's just the way it is. Um, so keeping on top of that is kind of constant. Uh, and because the industry changes so much as well, it's you're constantly having to keep up to date with what's happening and what's changing and what's working and what's not working. And because Google is kind of a black box, Google don't explicitly tell us how to prove your SEO. They kind of set you with a bit of guideline and say there's about two hundred factors that go into it, but those factors change, you know, massively depending on the industry you're in and the type of business you are, and so on. So why you rank for, you know, um, film production, the factors that go into that will be completely different as to why our business might rank for SEO company.
1: Yeah, it's funny. And Do they just just side question? Do they make this needlessly complicated or is it that it's just owned and operated and implemented by people who understand it? And there's an expectation that the rest of the world should get it as well.
0: The, the Google's whole thing is that they want to serve the best possible result.
1: Yeah. So their,
0: their, their stated aim and mission is, is to provide the best possible answer to the person who's Googling so that they find it in the shortest amount of time, whether that's an ad or whether that's through organic purposes. So that's the end in which they do this, is that, well, you're number one because we think this best answer is the query that somebody just had. And the factors that go into that, like I said, change completely depending on the industry that you're in and the type of search it is. So there's different intent around searches. So if you search for Facebook, it means it's a navigational query. You're trying to get to Facebook. Easy. Then there's informational queries, you know, like how to do something. How do I do this? You're looking for information. And then there's transactional, which is you're trying to buy something. So it's, you know, uh, the best microphones, you know, for podcasting might be a transactional type query. So again, now that's just kind of three or four ways you can kind of slice up what a search query might look like and why somebody might rank and why somebody else might, might rank. And then you can extrapolate that out onto different industries and different businesses. And then that's how it becomes so complicated.
1: Straight away, about halfway through that sentence, I was like, (laughs) I need to hire a killing to do this stuff for me because my brain has turned to mush. It's it's the same way I feel about Facebook Ad Manager where I don't. I I, I mean, it's got a little bit easier, but Facebook Ad Manager for a tool designed to get you to spend money on Facebook just always seems needlessly complicated. I was like, I want to buy something from you, Facebook. Why are you making me? solve this I, I did, riddle I think they
0: want you to give up. I think yeah, it, it was like, like at, oh, the, yeah, at the, the end of yeah, at the end of the day. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: Just yeah. but like I was like, I'm trying to buy it's so it's so weird. It's like if I went into a shop to buy something and they were like, Yeah, but answer me this riddle three. And I was like, what? I just want to give you money. Why are you making it so difficult? Um but so like so it's, a, it's basically a moving target constantly that needs to be constantly updated yeah. and worked on and figured out. Um,
0: yeah, like we, we might get you ranked, like in your scenario, say we we um, got you ranked, your website ranking number one for film production. <clears throat> that doesn't stop your competitors doing something. So mm. you suddenly start aren't ranking them. They might go, well, what can we do to try to get back to number one? So they might, they might produce new content. They might change the structure of their, their, their homepage. They might um, start building links to it to try to get ahead of you again. So nothing ever stays the same. So you're kind of fighting Google's updates plus what your competitors are doing. Plus then there can be fluctuations in, just obviously during COVID search volume for certain things just disappeared, right? So nobody was was searching for their local shop down the road because it was closed. So Mm -hmm. that search volume is gone, it's disappeared. It does not exist anymore until it actually comes back. So you're kind of fighting all these things constantly And sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes a new trend appears or a new kind of search appears. that wasn't there before. So you need to be aware of it and see if you can capitalize on it for your client.
1: That's exhausting. (laughs)
0: Luckily, I'm just that type of person that like, you know, when I was a kid, I just procrastinated all the time. So being in an industry that constantly changes, it suits me perfectly.
1: Yeah, well, I, I procrastinated well into my early 30s, we'll say. And, and then suddenly I came alive. And now, even, even yeah, it just as an anecdote, even yesterday, my partner was trying to get me to listen to a podcast and I couldn't concentrate on it unless I put the football on and turn the volume down. And she's like, why? I was like, well, now I have somewhere to focus my eyes so my ears will listen to it. I couldn't listen because I was just like, what am I looking at? I'm bored. I'm sitting in the room. Yeah, yeah. So I need constant stimulation and constant moving and all this sort of stuff, which is probably going to some psychological issue that needs to be sorted in the long run. But in terms of, 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 of SEO adoption and Ireland, and we had a conversation before offline about Irish businesses and maybe our approach to business. And do you think that maybe we're still grappling with the concepts of constantly moving SEO here in Ireland?
0: Yeah, I think we spoke about it. My experience in Australia was Australian business owners Regardless of the kind of demographic, tended to be a lot more willing to, and um, so they were they were willing to try things if if they thought there might be some return on it. Whereas in Ireland, it seems to be a, a lot more rigid in terms of you know well I don't know what it is, and even if you can try to explain it to me, I, I don't know what it is, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there because I don't understand it properly, and I'm not convinced there's going to be a return. And the, the the reality is I can't guarantee a return. Yeah you know, I can show you results from other clients and things like that, but there's absolutely, there is no guarantee, unfortunately. So um, I found Irish businesses, uh, yeah, a lot more unwilling to take that risk. And it could be demographic. Like I think we discussed like a lot of the people I'm speaking to are slightly maybe say kind of 45 and older. So it, the younger ones are, so like I've seen a lot of <coughs> a lot of coffee shops and things, you know, yeah, and we've all seen coffee shops spring up, but they, they seem to be very, very aware and the, pe- the younger people starting businesses seem to be very aware of the need to do certain things like if it makes sense they're like they'll be all over social media if it makes sense they'll be doing seo because they know it works Um, more willing to find out if it works whereas the slightly older demographic don't seem to be quite as willing to try um and i can understand like we've been through like is it two recessions probably mm. a lot of, a lot of business owners so you can understand whereas to be fair in australia they haven't officially had a recession since the 80, early 80s or something so a lot of people just have never have started a business and have never experienced a downturn. So it's probably easier to be in that yes. position and say, okay, well, let's try it because, well, nothing ever bad has happened. This rocket
1: has still going up. Uh, yeah. 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 No, it's, it's. I'm in the same, my industry is the same. I remember I joined, uh, well, 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 before Venture, I joined a networking group and they were lovely, lovely people. Um, but they, I stood up and I explained what I did. And th- I mean, I was surrounded by people who'd, who'd, who'd operated on handshakes. Um, and done a lot of their marketing through, you know, they, they, I, they, they were lovely, but they didn't see a purpose for me. I, I didn't exist. They'd done business for forty years, and they didn't need any of the type of stuff that I was, I was selling. Um, and you could see, and I was like, well, fair enough. And the the the, the irony, well, not the irony, but the the thing I have is that for what I do, younger people are more savvy with it and understand it. Like you're saying, they understand what needs to be done, and they understand what needs to be happened. It's the people. Even myself included, who wouldn't be digital natives? Do so, you I mean I, I? I there was I got mobile phones. I didn't have a mobile phone until I was fourteen. Do you know what I mean and I, YouTube only came out when I was in college. Um, but uh, so like it's that I I they're the demographic of people who probably need me the most, but they're also the demographic who who have kind of like, well, I got away with it for this long. Do I need to do it? Yeah. Do I have to do it? I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to be this, and I don't want to be that. Um, so it's a strange one, but I mean, I suppose what you reckon over time. We'll we'll will eventually catch up with that Australian mentality, or we just get keep hammered with recessions, and we'll just be like, no, nope, not doing it. Well,
0: um, hopefully we we'll keep getting hammered with recessions. <laughs> um, but I think like needs must, so I think things will just naturally change, and people will start realizing that. Well, my competitor is doing so much better than me. Why might that be? And you know, I think eventually they'll come around. And I think there's more of us. I suppose there's more of these kind of digital natives, even though we're not quite digital natives. Um entering the workforce and becoming getting into higher up positions within companies. So I think it is going to change over time. I think it naturally it will just change. And it's just the way things are moving as well. I think COVID shone a light uh, for a lot of businesses on the need to do things better online. Yeah. Um now some of it was kind of like seated a pants still it was like, oh my God, we need to do something now um, with no kind of strategy or real thought behind it. But it, it did kind of shine a light for a lot of businesses that well we have to have a decent online presence. No.
1: yeah i i me as a small business owner a, a lot and i, I know in a, lot of business, a lot of it uh, sometimes you need that kick in the arse mm. to be like well i have to do all this stuff and i have to do this and um i mean i just it's so funny like the lock of the first lockdown the amount of free things that were available you know people were doing free classes free whatever and by the second and third one people are like no i'm not doing that anymore yeah. um and i didn't even do it and people are like oh you should do a, you should do an online course and i was like in my head i was like i could but then i'd be competing with youtube and I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, there's a lot, it's a lot of effort and a lot of time to put in to create that. So, so I, I have to go back and think about that and say, do you know what I mean? Maybe there's a smaller free thing I can use, but really I think the value is in, 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 in direct customer interaction and um, um, like direct customer service, as opposed to kind of automating for me, for someone like me, I can't speak for other people, but, um, and, 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 and this sort of venue allows me to facilitate that a lot more, allows me to talk to a lot more people and then I would have been able to before and which means I'm allowed to have more touch points with with clients and things like that but you know would I have done this beforehand no Um, Mm and but now I have to so now I'm laying down that railway track as I move forward uh, underneath the train which is probably not the best way to go but then that's when you realize you need someone like yourself to come in and take over certain aspects of it and and it's only when you understand it or have a vague understanding of 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 the value it has for you, then you understand the importance of it. And then you understand the importance of offloading that to somebody else, if you can't do it yourself. Yeah. I had a quick question, actually, just in regards to specific website platforms and SEO. I had a friend, he's probably dead right. I have a friend who 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 works, he understands SEO. He does, he works something um, uh, related to it. Uh, and he was always telling me that that Wix sites are grand to get you started, but they're brutal for SEO. Is that true? Or this was a, about two years ago he said it to me so i don't know if it's changed is there different platforms that are better or worse
0: not necessarily so a lot of a lot of entry-level seos will say that they love wordpress and that you know we only want to work with wordpress and the only reason for that is because it's much easier to make the changes you want and it's much easier to make kind of the popular changes that you see all over the web when it comes to seo which is like well you should be changing your page page title to this and your Heading one should be this. And um, on those platforms like WordPress, much easier to make those changes. Um, and on Wix, it can be a little bit harder to make kind of under the hood structural mm-hmm. changes. So you might have a Wix website and it's you know abc.com forward slash video editing, and you might want to add in another subfolder that's forward slash you know packages. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, actually I want, I want I want to go back and change that film production bit in the in the URL, and it might be possible, right? so sometimes seos will get hung up on these little tiny semantic things and say oh well it won't let me change this exact thing so i'm not going to be able to do seo on it and it's just not really true the reality is like 60 percent of the web i think at this point is by wordpress so there's a natural leaning from seos from, you know in the industry with most of work on wordpress sites that it's easier to work with wordpress but you know one reason it can be harder to rank a wix site just to because a lot of the people who use Wix initially are generally smaller businesses in smaller niches. So it's just hard to rank, right? Because if, if you're in a really niche B2B or whatever it is, and you set up a Wix website, first of all, it takes at least kind of, if you set up a brand new website, brand new domain, it's gonna take you at least a year to get any sort of traction SEO wise, like to rank for anything really. That's not Wix's fault. This is because your are brand new website.
1: I suppose, brand that would be, I suppose you could speed that up if you had your link embedded on different websites and whatever like rte were like i i have i have a wix site and I, I built i have a wordpress now the wordpress one isn't finished yet but uh it's live but it's uh, brutal but um but then again you know i switched to wordpress and i had somebody work on it and i got a job somebody uh, like and, and beforehand with my old wix site i wasn't people weren't really I was it was all referrals but I got a job somebody googled me and found me and or hired me um and the website wasn't even finished yet uh, mm. which is probably a glowing testament to the person who built the website and did the kind of background stuff for me but uh, I had a Wix site as well and and um and the Wix site's grand the Wix site serves a purpose it's some it's it's uh, you know it's it's a niche business but what I would say about SEO on the Wix site is they do go out of their way to make it very simple to follow. So they give you that kind of checklist, you can go through it. But the reason I want a WordPress site is because I feel quite limited in what I can do. Uh, I can follow their checklist and they'll tell me it's 100% and I'm like, great, but I don't really understand what that means. And I'd like to be able to go in and fine tune stuff a little bit more. Um, And as you're saying, you know, 60% of the the internet leans towards WordPress. So I'd be like, well, I might as well, you know, not swim against the uh, current. Yeah, but i have so both it was
0: open to a couple of years, to be fair up until a couple of years ago wix this is really technical wix was generated dynamically so the pages were generated after you arrived at the website oh okay and when that is when that's the when that's the way it is it can be hard for google to understand what a page is about because technically it doesn't exist until the user arrives all right and traditionally that was very hard for google to understand um But now they understand it, and I think Wix have actually moved away from that model. You know, it's a slightly different model now, so Google can understand those pages. So to be fair to your friend, up until a few years ago, it might have been quite explicitly true that just don't use Wix because Google just literally can't understand the pages. I think
1: that's what he. I think that's what he said to me is pretty much along those lines, and I was like, oh no. And then, but anyway, I mean, my as I said, I I I've won from my i have two businesses one for my one for my main business and then one for this extra thing that is more a hobby that you know mm. turns a, a, a small income uh so i'm not really that concerned about it um and i uh people find my website people find me through i rely on other platforms in order to think so the website just exists so people can go in and be like okay yeah, it's, it's not a scam yeah. yeah it's not a scam and and i don't really uh, add that much to it and you know uh, I probably should do a bit more. Actually, I did. I've been adding stuff to it generally, but it's not I'm I'm not really dependent on it basically. But anyway, um, in terms of 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 moving forward for you, um I assume you're happy to be back in Ireland and you are liking the challenge of growing um a business. Uh I hope your answer is yes. If not, then we need yeah. to have a if you're gonna start crying going, <laughs> no, I made a massive mistake. <laughs> um but no, I mean you're 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 happy to be back and you're happy with the challenge.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm glad things are opening up. Um, hopefully I say this now, I'm probably gonna regret it. Hopefully, you know, we can get back to meeting people in person. Um, and I might regret that because then it'll be like an hour to get to an event and an hour to get home from an event.
1: Well, um, then you really obviously. have to decide who you're meeting, I suppose, and that's exactly and, and pick your battles, which is something that I would have never done before. Be like, yeah, sure, I'll drive up to Dublin and chat to you, and I'd be like, what? That took me three hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, I know what you mean. It. It. There is that element of it. And but the good thing I I assume is that people will be hungrier for your product because they'll have been so dependent on their website and so dependent on 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 all yeah. those elements for the last year that they'll need to fine-tune it.
0: Yeah, and like what we're experiencing now the last you kind know, last couple of months is that a huge amount of people who over COVID realized like we need to be able to sell online. How do we do that? You know, so while we didn't really get involved in that kind of from a website building point of view, we've noticed a lot of people have built, you know, new platforms or new functionality where they are selling online. And they did it and then they realized all of a sudden that, well, where's the traffic? Like we are building this functionality and now we can sell online. But we're not selling online. So we're, we're noticing that a lot of people who did that during COVID are now starting to realize there's more to it than just building it. And that's the next step, which is how do I get relevant traffic to my website continuously?
1: Well, that was Killian. If you want to find out more about Killian and Vine Digital, head over to www.vinedigital.ie. You are listening to the Venture Talks podcast from the Venture Business Network. You can subscribe to this podcast from wherever you listen to your podcasts. To find out more about the network itself, head over to www.venturenetwork.ie. If you would like your business featured on the podcast, email me directly at info at filmsmartpro.com. Until next time, I'm Rob Fitzhugh. Stay safe and stay connected.